Hey Warriors and welcome back to another episode of Warrior Within. I hope all of you have had a great week. I hope the Thanksgiving that you had, I think what was it last week was great for you all. Um, this week has been pretty good. Things are starting to come together. You guys could keep praying for us as we are trying to seek out getting a mortgage. Um, sometimes being a pastor may sound good in some regards, but in other regards, you know, sometimes people who deal with money just see that the money that we get is not always consistent enough in their eyes to even offer such a mortgage. So we are kind of debating with that with the person that we're working with, but you know, the Lord knows what he's doing. And that's why this today's episode is going to be about something that we all hate the word patience. Um, the idea is that, you know, I just want you guys to know that, you know, your prayers have been awesome. Uh, you know, some of you who have been communicating has been awesome. Uh, thank you for all of you guys who have been willing to support this podcast and, and, and sub for it and for uh, um, money that you've been giving every month. It's been really neat and helpful. Um, and just, just seeing how God has been doing such an awesome thing through all this, even even though it's not at the rate that my wife and I would like it to be, that's why this talk on patience is very vital. Because the one thing I, I, I do notice with a lot of men... Um, is that a lot of times, because we like to solve everything, like get everything figured out and put all the pieces together, we also struggle with patience. But I also know that a lot of women struggle with patience a lot. Um, I, my wife is a testament to struggling with patience. Um, sometimes, you know, she wants to see things happen at a quicker pace. Well, it's also because the last 10 years have been at a point for us where it's really frustrating. So a lot of times we jump into these situations, you know, seeing what God's doing, but at the same time, we're trying to rush, but I've been learning very much so that I've needed to step back and not be frustrated, not be upset and angry or, or just trying to create that path that I think God wants me to be doing instead of being patient in the time in which it needs to be done a lot of times we rush and rush and rush. We want things to happen now. We want things to see the, the positiveness from whatever the blessing God is giving us right off the bat. So we struggle when things slow down a little bit. We struggle when what we want to see happen doesn't happen right away. We struggle when we see, you know, friends and family that, you know, are struggling or they're, maybe they're struggling with like an illness or sickness. We, we rush through wanting the end point because we want to skip the hurting points. We don't want to go through the pain and agony. We don't want to go through the, the concept of patience because the one thing that I, I decided to do is go, let's look up what the meaning of patience means. And the first part, it's a noun. The first part is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. I'm going to repeat that the capacity to accept or tolerate delay trouble or suffering without getting angry or upset. Now we've probably used the word patience quite often when we talk it to our kids or our spouse or to other people, but when it gets thrown into our face about how to be patient, we suddenly forget what the definition means in our head and we 
don't want to have that patience. And I, like the joke around too that I have with some of my friends is like, you know, we need to learn to be patient. They're like, oh, don't pray about it because God will put you through it. Well, the truth is that I think every day at some point we get kind of challenged in what it means to be patient, right? I mean, it, or there might be situations in your current life situation that is teaching you to be patient. I mean, the idea is we don't like the idea of patience because patience means that we have to give up control. It also means that the answer may not be an instant answer. And the one thing that, you know, humans despise is not having instant answers. Now we look around and we see how COVID has devastated businesses and caused people to make choices that aren't for the best wellness for people. But then we also see how it's also pushing good things because COVID did, did two things. I really think it was a tool of the enemy to try to break America. I do think it's a tool to try to break the church. I think it's being a tool to try to split people. And one of the things we've been talking about is unity of the church uh, is a vital part of the church. But if you start putting things inside the church that doesn't support scriptural perspective, it becomes an ideology that, that your church is supporting and then it creates divisional issues, right? So the idea is that we've got to see, we've gotten to see, and we are seeing the results of bad choices made by, in my opinion, government choices and how to solve this problem, which has also devastated our workforce in a lot of ways. And then it's also devastated relationships, because when you start creating people into enemies, you start losing sight of what God's really doing. You see, when troublesome issues and sufferings and, and battles that we have to go through come in front of us, being patient means that you're willing to accept that it's going to happen because there's no way to get out of it, for one. Two, it also means that you understand that God is doing something through it. So I'm not talking about sufferings and consequences that come from bad choices you've made. That patience is not the same type of patience I'm talking about. I'm talking about when someone, you know, had an amazing job and suddenly they let go of 200 people and they happen to be one of the 200 people, and now they're suffering through the loss of a job, and they're not able to find a job that has the same income. And so, therefore, you know, they have to sell their home because they have to, you know, get a smaller home that they can afford, or they have to move to a different state because they can't live in the state they live in, or, you know, stuff like that, or even someone who, you know, was healthy and suddenly they have cancer. I'm talking about those type of situations. I'm not talking about situations where you decided to sell all, you know, sell your whole house and everything, throw it into a business that someone uh, said, if you just do it, you'll make millions. And they took your money and ran off. That's a choice that you made. And while technically that could be an issue like that, let's change that a little bit. Let's say, you know, you decided, hey, you know, I want to get into um, selling, you know, drinking alcohol every day. You know, the choices that are that have a sin result to it, 
those are consequences are going to be there. That's not patience going through that. That's not how I would I'm, I'm, I want to talk about for this. It's patience in the sense that, for example, someone who had a business, they had to let it go and they had to trust God. They A month goes by and still no one hires them. Three months go by, still no one hires them. And they're more than capable of getting these jobs. They're not some someone who can't, like they don't have the qualifications. They're beyond the qualifications, but no one will give them the opportunity. And it, it, the, the savings is diminishing. Everything it just seems like it's getting down to the point where you're going to have to foreclosure in your home. And then suddenly, boom, a job pops up. You're hired and it's more money than you expected. And it's an opportunity that you never expected that's even better than what you expected. You see, this story is a true story really happened to someone I know. And I could tell you this, the journey that they had from when they decided to let go of that business and let it fail to the point when they got hired at this other job, it wasn't an easy trail. The journey wasn't easy. The everyday concern for her, for their daughter and for the situation that they were put in, it wasn't something that they had control over. They couldn't change the outcome. But God kept reminding them, I got you. Trust me. Believe in me. Learn me. Know me. Build up my the relationship with me. Put your faith completely into me. And watch what I'll do. And they had to every day fight the urge to give up, to surrender, to make things happen the way they want and give it to God. You know, I've talked about, you know, surrendering to God, like is, is submitting everything to him, right? Being patient means you're letting go of your capability of changing the outcome because you realize in this moment to have faith in God and trust him in the situation means you have to let go. And even though you might be suffering and struggling through every little bit and piece that you're going through, God has said, I am faithful to stand by you and help you through this process. But you have to honor me. You have to, to trust me. You have to believe in who I am. And you got to know me. Know me during this time. One of the things I always tell people when they're going through a big struggle, a big a big valley that just seems like there's no way out. And it may not be a life-threatening valley, just, just, just struggling. Is always remind yourself to get to know God through it. Remember, we've talked about how sometimes men stand in the middle of a battlefield thinking they're all alone, and God's putting his hand out there, but they can't see it. All they see is the fog of war. They don't realize there's other men left and right of them that are battling the same battles. It's the same concept, Okay. When you decide, okay, I give up to you, Lord, not giving up on, on life and giving up on, on things around you, but giving up trying to do it yourself. That's a form of patience. Because God's answer may not be instantaneous. It may not be, boom, everything is all better now. It may take time because this person I was telling you about made that decision to humble themselves and give everything to God and surrender their feelings, their hurt, their pains, their their concerns of the future, that the chances that, you know, what, what could possibly happen. They gave it all about five months before they got the job. 
right? They didn't know. It wasn't like after they did it, suddenly, boom, all these jobs are. No, it was months of growth that they went through during that time to strengthen their faith. See, that's the one thing about being patient with God. It means you, you can't sit there and just think that it's going to be instantaneous change. Now, the verses that came to mind was in Philippians 4, 4 through 7. It states, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made to god known to god and the peace of god which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and and your minds in christ jesus see the one thing that we forget when we give everything to the lord is that he will give us a form of peace it doesn't mean every single day you're going to be at peace But it means every day as you spend time getting to know him and have a better understanding of who he is, because you're spending time in prayer, you're spending time in supplication, learning more about who he is, and then you're giving thanks for even the little things that he gives you during this time. You learn to have this faith that's, that's, there's no word to define it. You learn to trust in him in a way that you can't define it. It goes right back to the understanding of the honest of who God is. Like it's in what's in Acts, Acts 3. Or wait, is it 2? It's Acts 2. Okay. That honest that, that those followers got to see, what the disciples got to see after Jesus left, this is what they got to see was this honest of the Lord. And being patient is something that we need to practice for ourselves. Your car broke down. You don't have the money, so you pray about it. There's something within two weeks, your church hands hands you the exact amount of money to repair it. You didn't give them the actual detail. You might have told somebody, hey, you know, my car broke down. don't have the money to repair it, but we really need it. And they talked to the pastor, and the pastor reached out to a bunch of people, and boom, money appears was it you no it was the lord showing that hey you you're trusting in me to provide and you were patient enough to allow even though you're struggling trying to put money together trying to find the answer to be able to get this car repaired god still provided or maybe it's you go and you repair and you're going to take the debt and the person that owns the car place gives you a huge discount See, the thing is, we don't know how God will move or work in every situation that comes before us. We assume that there is only one right path or answer to this whole thing. Because what happens if the same scenario again, you pay for it all, you pay, you know, you start paying off your debt on your credit card because, you know, it's more, you didn't have the money for it for that month, but it went over and suddenly next month, you, you're able to make some money and you make extra money. Um, your boss gives you a bonus and it's, and it's just the right amount to pay off the rest of that debt. But you didn't know that a month ago. See, there's different passive scenarios 
to how God can work and move in your life. But what you have to understand is that patient means sometimes change or situations need to happen before he can help you. Because one of the other things is he may need you to learn to trust him and truly trust him. Because one of my other part, favorite parts about those verses I just read, the seven, it says, in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding. That means no understanding. And Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to thy own understanding, right? Same concept. And the cool part after that says, and with that understanding, you will guard, well, the peace of God will guard your hearts and your minds, Christ Jesus. In other words, it will give you a peace which will guard your minds because you know what happens when you're in deep darkness and falling apart and things are just not coming together. You start getting negative thoughts. You start feeling the worst about yourself. You start maybe making bad choices because it makes you feel good in the moment. You may suddenly jump on the worldly wagon because the stuff you can do there will please you in the, in the moment. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel powerful. It makes you feel like you're in control. I mean, it's very similar to the prodigal son who took his inheritance and chased after the world because all that stuff was instantaneous gratification. And when he came back, he was humbled. Because one of the things about patience is humility is a vital part to it. And humbling yourself is basically realizing you have no capability of doing anything and you're willing to just say, Lord, here it is. I'm done. Just take it. I can't find the answer. I can't do this. I, I will trust you. I will give everything to you. I believe that you have something special that will come out of this, even if it takes time. And I'm willing to surrender myself to that. Now, please give me peace as I take this step forward. And God will do that. I mean, I want you guys to take a moment to think about that as we take a quick break. Have you been in situations like that where you've been able to just humble yourself and give patience in it and let go? See you in a moment. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome back. Uh, we've been talking about the dreaded word patience, and we know how it's so hard to have it. And we know how, how how much is a struggle to stand by it. But it's a great practice, in my opinion, to help you have a better faith and understanding of who God is. And then sometimes even through patience, it could take a long time for you to get understanding on certain things because God has to teach you certain things to have a better understanding of what it means to let go of him, of everything to let him have it. You know, we could talk about all the different verses, talk about, you know, surrendering ourselves to the Lord, uh, giving all of our burdens into his hands. We could talk about how we're supposed to share each other's burdens in prayer because we've already mentioned a lot of those things. 
But patience in the moment is just between you and God. No one else can give you patience. No one else can be a partaker of your patience. Because they also too, if you know if you're married, your wife also needs to learn to have patience as well. You know, a lot of times the struggle that we go through is anxiety. And especially in our today's culture, anxiety is like a big deal. Controlled anxiety is you focus on the fear more than you focus on the truth of what God's promised. And fear is not given by God. Fear is taking everything that you have in doubt, that you have placed in your heart and your mind, which is kind of interesting, it says, well, guard your hearts and your mind. Fear is stuff that has gotten in your hearts and your mind to convince you that you cannot do something. Fear is also something that points out the worst scenario in every situation. I say this because I have experience and I have understanding and I know exactly what it means to be in this type of place. There's been times where, you know, my wife's health has been pretty negative and I don't, I didn't see any light at the end of the tunnel. I, I mean, I, I, at one point I thought I was going to lose her because there was nothing I could do. There's the doctors had no clue, but God still showed that, Hey, I'm still in control. And we found this one doctor who had who had somewhat of an understanding of what was going on because he had already experienced it. And the funny part is he retired like about a year later or six months later after he dealt with my wife. But the timing and God, God knew the timing. He put the pieces together even though I couldn't see it. Remember we talked about how the lamp before our feet only lights up a few steps. But we don't see what's beyond that because God's not revealing that because he needs us to grow and learn in the moments. He can't have us focus so much at the end point that we miss on the, uh, on the beginning point or the, or the journey to get there. No, there's times where I felt that maybe 10 years ago, if I had really paid attention that maybe I could have started a church a long time ago. Right. I believe I could, it was possible. I believe that maybe God was calling me to do that, but I wasn't hearing because remember I told you, I was so focused on trying to find someone else to teach me how to be a pastor when he had been teaching me already. So he took those 10 years and he put me through everything I went through. He denied me jobs. He closed doors to other churches. He closed jobs at certain, uh, certain jobs at places that were full-time that could have allowed my wife and I to be on our own. And I don't know why a hundred percent, but I do know now, it's because a lot of things I've learned from it and the experience of having faith and trust and accepting help from others and realizing that he blessed those people for their, their willingness to help us out. And they still have their own struggles. They still went through their health problems. They still had loss. They still, you know, battle their own battles, but God still blessed them even through all that. You see, patience is such a dirty word to say, but it actually has a lot of beauty in what it does for you as a Christian and as a man of God or a woman of God, whoever's listening. There's a plan for patience in your life, and there's a reason for it, especially in today's culture where everything is rushed and, and right away and instantaneous and we don't want to wait too long. I mean, the idea that, you know, if you use Amazon, you get the two-day shipping. 
where, you know, a long time ago, it could take a month, it could take three weeks. But there's ways to get stuff right away. We, we uh, do delivery for food. And whether it's fast food slash, you know, pizza places, Chinese places, or even supermarkets nowadays. And those are blessings, too. I mean, they're, I'm not calling them out as negative, but there's blessings for people who can't travel, who can't go out and get the food they need to get. They always had to count on someone else, but now they have, you know, a company that's willing to do it for them. You see, patience today is a more dirty word than it should be. You know, another verse that came to mind was in Galatians 6, where it says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever one sows, that he also reaps or reap. For the one who sows to his own flesh will from the flesh reap corruption. But the one who sows to the Spirit will from the Spirit reap eternal life. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season we will reap if we do not give up. So then as we have opportunity, let us do good to everyone, especially to those who are the household of faith. See, the one thing we have to understand through humility and being patient is that we need to reap what is of the Spirit, what is of the Holy Spirit, what is of the Scriptures, what is of the truth. And if you think that chasing after things of this world is going to give you what you've always wanted, you're going to not reap what you think you're going to reap. But when you put it all, all of your faith, all of your patience, all of your humility into the Lord's hands and believe that what you're doing and you're doing good, you're doing what is right. You're following the scriptures, even if it's super hard to do so. And you do not give up. Blessings will come. It may not be suddenly you go from poor to rich. It may not be you get out of all the darkness altogether, but there is going to be blessing. Because God's still going to take care of his children. He's still going to provide. He's still going to do amazing things. And then in some cases, you know, like if you're sick and you have cancer, he may not heal you. But he may bless you during that time. And he may bless your family who, who trust in him as well. You know, the saddest thing is seeing a family who loses someone who is very precious to them but also as a person who loved the Lord just as much, had to go and be with Jesus. And they got left behind. But they didn't give up their faith because of it. They didn't throw away everything that that man taught them because he was taken from them. And I'm not saying it's from God. It's, you know, we live in a cursed world. Sin, illnesses, death is all part of it. But they recognize that. And even though they won't get to see him anytime soon, they will get to see him someday when they go to heaven. See, the idea of being patient during hardship is super hard. It's not an easy trip. It's not an easy journey. It's not an easy answer. There's not one way is right and the other way is wrong out of this thing other than following the Lord and honoring him. 
That's, I mean, it's all you could do. Guys, I could tell you this, even through all these 10 years, there's been times where I felt like giving up. I felt like just, just saying I'm done. There's times where I've cried. There's times where I pleaded God to fix things, to open up things, to make this job be it, to, to open the door for, for our health and our situation. There's times where I have begged it. And I still remember when I, and I, I started saying, I, I want Lord you to, to provide a job. And I remember it was in November that you will give the answer that one of these churches will say yes and I will go. And all he said is, give me more time. Well, more time turned into over a year before, or actually a year before I got an answer for one way of how things are going to happen. And then over a year before anything is truly going to happen. And you call, you want to call whatever you want to call it, but that is some patience that I'm trying to stand by because things aren't happening as fast as I want it, but things have to happen the right way because it's the Lord's hands involved. You know, my wife and I want a home, but maybe the home's not around yet. You know, we want to start this church right away, but maybe the town isn't ready for us quite yet. Patience means that sometimes you, even though you don't see what's going on in front of you, there's a reason why there's a delay. There's a reason why God is allowing things to happen the way that they're happening because he needs things to be set up for us. And if you try to rush to jump in and get ahead of the game, it may not be the best that you get. You get the second best or the third best. So sometimes you need to just say, okay, Lord, I don't understand what you're trying to do here but I'm willing to sit and wait patiently for you to put the pieces together. Having a call to patience like this, it's not something that everybody will go through at the same time or all the time, but every Christian's going to go through it. There's going to be hardships where you can't have answers to. And being patient means that you've got to accept what's going to happen but you know that God's going to help you through it and he's going to do things through it and he's doing things already through it. But being patient is going to be a challenge. We are all going to struggle through it. We're all going to trip over ourselves through it. We're all going to get mad and upset and frustrated, but it doesn't mean that you don't have patience. It just means in that moment you're struggling. And sometimes at the end of all things, you do have to let go. And even, even if you have to cry, even if you're frustrated, even if you have to basically give up something that you've been trying to hold on for way too long and just let go, God's going to do things. It may not be the way you want it to be, and it may not look like the way you want it to be, but God's going to do things. And we just got to let go. Being patient is being is being able to let go and stop being anxious. Stop trying to figure out all the pieces. Stop trying to jam your pieces into the holes. Let God do it for you. Go with the flow, I guess, in some sense of what God has planned. But remember, honor him, trust him, love him, obey him, 
follow the scriptures, study the scriptures, spend time in God's word, grow in your faith during this time. Ask him to teach you what he's trying to teach you through this. Because sometimes during these times of being patient, it's because God is trying to teach you something. And sometimes he needs you to pay attention to some things, but you're so focused on your sorrowness, your struggle, your hurt, your pain. You're, you're, you're so focused on the end game that you misplace your, your mind and your heart that you miss out on the things that are going on in the moment because he's trying to teach you something. Or he's using you to teach other people as well. Sometimes even when we are being placed in a time of waiting patiently, it's because he's also trying to use us to help other people who aren't listening either. And so they need you at the time to be where you're at so that they can learn and grow during that time. I want you guys to really think about it, you know, the idea of patience. And if you're brave enough because you're struggling in something and you need to learn how to be patient during this, ask him. I know people joke around with that all the time, but ask him. Ask him to teach you about patience during this time. Also, I would ask, ask him to teach you about humility because they run together. And, you know, if you're interested in a good book, um, Humility by C.J. Mahaney is a very good book. I recommend it. So let's take this time. We're going to pray. Dear Holy Father, thank you for this time. I ask that you bless it. I ask that you help the ears that are hearing, that you would help them to have understanding. I pray those that are struggling, if they're struggling with patience, that they have the courage to ask to be taught about patience and even humility. I pray, Lord, that you use this time of struggle and battles and sufferings and valleys that they're going through, that you help them to have a better understanding of what it means to have faith and trust in you. Now, we talk about Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, but at the same time, like the verses we shared today, the idea of trusting in you is also having patience because sometimes the answers do not come right away. Sometimes they take time. Sometimes it takes a lot of time. Sometimes it may take just moments. Sometimes it may just be that they haven't said, yes, I will let go, Lord, boom, and then things start happening for them. Lord, use this week to work on these men and women who are listening to this podcast to recognize that they may be jumping the gun, they may be running too much ahead, they may be too hot-headed to recognize that they need to be patient. And, you know, I hate to say this this way, but break them so that they can see that they need to be patient with you because you are doing things for all of us. And especially if we're honoring and loving you and serving you and spending our time with you and growing in you, you are teaching a form of patience for us to grow. And I ask that you open their eyes to that. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. I hope you guys have a great week and I will see you next time. God bless.